And I said, boys, life is hard. Daddy loves you, but the world will be harder. I said, if you can work for Daddy, you can work for anybody. Come in and warm up. Profound day. And it was really good. I'm glad I taught the lesson. Welcome to the Tip the Skills podcast, where we discuss running and growing your law firm. I'm your host, Maria Monroy, president and co-founder of LawRank. Today, I am joined by Kevin Kennedy, who is a lot of fun. I'm just kind of warning you. If I had to title this something, it would just be energy. We talked about his TikTok account that has 1.8 million, 1.6. Well, it'll be 1.8 by the time you listen to this followers. We talked about when he was in Oprah. We talked about his law firm. I hope you guys enjoy it. Tell us your name and law firm. Well, hello, Kevin Kennedy, the Kennedy Law Firm, Clarksville, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, a little country music every now and then. Glad to be with you this afternoon. Likewise. Thank you for joining me on such short notice, too. It really was. You talk about impromptu in Arizona. We have the most beautiful panoramic view I've ever been in the studio, so it's a delight to be with you this afternoon. Yes, you are so lively. Yeah, well, I love it. We have to motivate ourselves. We do. You know, if it's going to be... It's up to me. So, you know, uh, we have a law firm with all the people there, and they come in. They say, Kevin, how do you keep everybody motivated? We try to create a culture of positivity. We're in it to win it. It All leadership decisions fall from the top. So if we don't do that, who will? If not us, then who? And if not now, then when? Great questions. I was delighted when you asked me to do this today because I do have some things that I could share. All right, let's do it. Well, and what would I tell my young lawyers today? They always want to say, I want to know how you make all that money. I want to know how you win all those cases. I'd start in the Sunday school. Why? Why? Because every day, every week, we are teaching, we're training. When it came to the jury trial, my classmates couldn't compete with me. I was already prepared. My children, both my sons are doctors. When they were in little boys, and my daughter was a beauty queen, she got the opportunity at the big church play. Not just because she was Kevin Kennedy's daughter, because she was talented. She knew how to talk. We gave her the best coaches and the best teachers. We took them. We made them. We created them. So when the boys were ready to interview for the medical school, I already knew those boys were going to be at the top. Why? They'd been prepared in the church all their life. We're known as a Christian law firm, and and we try to help people. Uh, And the Kennedy law firms also are kind of interesting. It represents the very rich and the very poor. I had a public relations uh, man come in there one time. He said, now, Kev, you've got to make a decision on who you're going to represent. He said, either rich or poor. He said, oil and water does not mix. Wow, I heard him. And so when we came back from lunch, there was a psychiatrist, a doctor on this side, and there was a person over here on Social Security. I remember taking him to the conference room, and you, gentlemen, you said that oil and water won't mix, except everywhere but the Kennedy Law Firm. We're really the friend of everyone. So it sounds like when somebody tells you it can't be done, you're motivated to go. come on, say it again. Yeah. Uh, I'm all the time with the lawyers, and we want to really say, hey, because if you come into the law firm and you say, well, I've talked to two other lawyers, and they say you can't do I said, then you go back and talk to them, because we don't take negativity here. I don't want to hear it, 
Because now if you want us to get involved, it's going to take you and me pulling together just like a team. You'll have to have my, all my team together, but you've got to believe it. And uh, if you believe it, you can achieve it. So that's a lot of who we are. We create, we set the tone. And some of the lawyers are all the time saying, Kev, you can't pick a jury in Montgomery County without somebody knowing you. And uh, I said, that's probably true. And he said, and if they know you, they probably like you. And that's probably true because we've always just tried to be givers. Yeah, so we have Jen Gore, of course, her name is mentioned here yet again, watching live. So if yes. you heard giggles earlier... I gave her the dirtiest I saw you cut your eyes at her. We need to feed off of that energy. She is enthusiasm personified fun. She is. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Okay. So you guys do criminal defense. Yes. You do divorce. We do divorce. Or family law. What about personal injury? We do lots of personal injury. That's That's really who I am today. So I've had a long career, and I've trained a bunch of lawyers over my lifetime. How how big is your firm? Well, we have about 50 uh, people that work at the law firm, lawyers to support staff. Once a year, we bring in our interns and we bring about 50 interns. That's People say, Kev, what are you thinking about? Why? And it is true because most lawyers don't want to open their world up to anybody. You know, they want to take care of business. They don't want to entertain and teach. But we had the facilities, we had the relationships. So, and we invite the judges to come over and talk to the kids. You know, I was in school and I don't remember ever seeing a lawyer. And in fact, I'm the kind of man that can be inspired. And I said, if I ever get there, I'm gonna do something about it. And so with those, I give them the opportunity and the judges come and all the judges, a lot of times they ask me, they say, Kev, well, what do you want me to talk? I said, tell them your story. These are average people that wanna know how you come from the classroom to the head of the courtroom. And our guest speaker a few years ago was one of the uh, Supreme Court judges from the state of Tennessee. And I still remember one of his profound statements. I'll share it today. We said, what advice would you give all these young prospective lawyers? He said, never burn a bridge. Mm, Oh, God, (laughs) I burn a couple. Well, and so, and if looking in hindsight, we try not to, because if you did burn the bridge, guess what? Somewhere down the road, that person could show up on your jury, and we couldn't get them off for cause, and we've got a ride. But on the converse, you will reap what you sow is a Bible verse that I talk about. So if I believe in sowing generosity and mercy and kindness, don't worry in your hour of need. You know what you'll reap? Mercy, generosity, and kindness. I believe every word of it. I have a couple questions about the interns. Do you bring them full time? Yep, they're there. And over the years, we had some that would last through the summer. And over the years, sometimes we would have them come for a week. It's about a week volunteer situation. And what do we teach them? We teach them all about all the different kind of courts. We teach about procedures a lot. I do a lot of teaching. I teach trial technique, and we do some mock trials among them. For one week? Yeah, and they are all interviewed. Okay. So we bring the cream of the crop the best that the schools have to offer from Fort Campbell to the high schools, to the private schools, to the university. So the the 50 that you bring is just for a week. Yep. And then you hire how many? Most of the time, I, well, it all depends on how many I need and how good they really are. For, for instance, if I saw your talent like you displayed today and your articulation, 
you're a winner. I'm looking for talent every day. So you're looking for A players. All the time. And you know what else I do? Uh, Some people would say, Kev, you've got too many people on this project. No, 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 because A players only come around every now and then. So I'm the man that hires you. And don't worry, it will shift out. There'll be a place for you in a little while. And I've known over the years, this is my experience, that if I wanted an A player, sometimes they're not available to hire. So we're, and who am I? I'm constantly looking for the best. What do we believe in? Hire the best, train the best. We're going to get the best results. What about getting up early? I'm at the office at seven o'clock. What do I teach my new associates? Get up early. All the multimillionaires I ever knew, the self-made multimillionaires, (laughs) they all got up early. You thought that was funny. Well, I'm testifying to the truth. Well, I'm laughing because I agree. Well, good. I I, I knew you. You and I think a lot alike. Yes. Yes, we do. uh, It's a delight to be with you today. Thank you. Likewise. So, okay, I have a a couple of questions before we get to... Other things. Okay. To the good stuff. How many followers do you have on TikTok? Mm-mm. Over, a, I guess it's been a little over a year. I didn't even know what TikTok was. Can you believe it? I can. And so I have, according to today, it's about over 1.6 million. And I've wow. 400 million views, 37 point something million likes. I didn't know what all the comments were. And so TikTok hit me. And then it exploded. But I want to teach this lesson today. Wait, 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 wait. Let's stay focused on TikTok really quickly. Well, I was getting ready to. Go ahead. Okay, okay. So what do you post about? Well, we do uh, all kinds of educational videos. We do some funny videos and we do scenarios. I take the lawyers and this is very interesting. So I have some really serious lawyers and then I have some young (laughs) girls that are uh, really fun and creative. And so the entire law from really my whole bar, so they all want to give me ideas all the time. So guess what? I am a think tank. Everybody wants to give me their ideas. So we have tons of ideas, and then we filter through them, and we try to come up with some ideas and sketch them out, put them together, and we go. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely love that. It's the... uh, think tank. And, you know, I come up with lots of ideas and my girls will say, no, Kev, no, Kev, no, Kev. They veto you. They veto me. Wow. And then I'll have some other lawyers come and say, Kev, one that we did was Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift was hot. She was coming to Nashville. She's blowing the records away. They said, Kev, you need to do Taylor Swift. And my girls said, Kev, you got all the glitter coats. I said, yeah. So here's the point I was going to make about my entire life has been built for this moment. You know, I had the law firm building, and I had the diamond rings, and I had the fancy furniture, and I had the fancy cars, and uh, I had the staff. And all my years of training, uh, I taught at the university and trained lawyers my entire adult life for a moment such as this. And so it all came together in a magic time, in a magic moment. And this year, we won the Golden Gavel Award, the highest award that the National Trial Lawyers give. And, you know, I'd only seen one in my entire lifetime. So the night that we won that is unbelievable. What did you win it for? Social media. So what advice would you have for all the lawyers that are starting their social social media or maybe their social media accounts are not performing, what would you say to them? 
I'd say this. Uh, it's time to get out of the box. You got to think outside the box. Do you really want to break out? Do you want to provide for your family better than anybody else? If you do, social media is going to be the road you're going to have to ride. There's an old saying, they call it fame is fortune. And I still believe that. As a young lawyer, I wrote books because I thought that was the key that would help me get that notoriety. I've been on TV 35 years. I produced some, a God and Country show 35 years. I did the Treven Kevin show. It's a talk show out of Nashville, country music, gospel music. And I do Ask the Attorney out of Nashville. I've done that show for uh, 10 years. It's a call-in show where people call in and ask me everything. So I'm really just a lawyer of the people. That's one of the reasons how I really was able to excel because I just connected with everyday people. So your advice is to find a way to connect with everyday people. Absolutely. And get in the game. Don't let all the other players take all the rewards. So you would encourage them to do Absolutely. Social. And you know, one thing's about TikTok too, my assistant Sarah was there and uh, they started paying. I didn't know they were ever going to pay. I didn't know that much about. And I remember committing all the money I make on TikTok, I give for the advancement of the cause of Christ. Never took a penny. Wait, how do they pay you? Well, they just deposit it in your account. When you get so many views. Is it ads or no? You just have to get. what? Is it you're running an ad or just if no, you get X no. amount of when, views? No, when our numbers hit, they deposit checks. I didn't know that. Hello, that's why you need to be around me and learn something <laughs> while we're together. So anyway, uh, I did that and I love to help people any way that I can. And that is my basic nature. If you and I went out of this beautiful studio today and somebody was broke down, I want to help. You say, Kev, we're busy. We're packed. We're on a schedule. I say, hold on. Let's see what we can do. That is my nature. And uh, God's just been so good to me trying to help people. I tried to teach my children that too. I did. Did you spoil them? Well, the truth is I worked my sons like dogs. I want to teach this lesson. They were 15 and 17. I have a lot of fancy cars. And so they were out there, and my wife was there, and they were washing cars in the freezing cold. And so they came up to the door. Their teeth was chattering, and my wife was behind me. And they said, Daddy, can we come in and warm up? I said, Yeah, tonight. And I slammed the door <laughs> on them. And, and so they went back at me. I said, You can't do them that way. I said, Let them go out. I want to see if they would buck me. They go to the car and they start to wash and I call them in. And I said, boys, life is hard. Daddy loves you, but the world will be harder. I said, if you can work for daddy, you can work for anybody. Come in and warm up. Profound day. And it was really good. I'm glad I taught the lesson. You, you've got these little things for days, don't you? Well, you know, those one-liners have been powerful my whole life. They really have. Uh, there ain't nothing to it but to do it. And uh, if me and you, the one thing I love about being on the set with you and the camera people here, you've got positivity that comes out of you like no tomorrow. You and I had a natural connection from the first time that we met. I saw you today and I said, well, I've been thinking about you. And so because that energy, 
You can't touch it. What is influence? Well, also, we didn't have like a silly conversation. No. Like, we went deep so quickly. It is true. Which is like the only way I can have conversations. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm, I can go both ways. You know, I carry on. They said, Kevin, you carry on so much nonsense. Well, there is a lot of nonsense, but a lot of times that's part of the Kevin Kennedy technique. Mm-hmm. We carry it and we talk and then uh, we get real serious. And teach you a few more of my techniques if you want to hear them. Do you want to hear them? Somebody let me give a secret to. Does it hurt me if lots of people become millionaires? No. Does it hurt me if they listen and learn? No, because it actually helps my community. And when we need to raise money for the March of Dimes or for St. Jude's Hospital, I can give money, but you can and you can. And that's all those young interns and attorneys I've trained. The influence goes on. You know, they used to call it the Oprah effect. And some people wrote a paper on me one time and said, this is the Kevin Kennedy effect. I heard you were on Oprah. Okay. Why were you on Oprah? Like, I really want to know. You want to know. Okay. I do. Here's how it goes. And I'm a better interviewer, right? You are. <laughs> you are. And I'll tell you. So I was at the office, and uh, I've always been a hard worker. People knew they could get to me. I was a hustler. I teach that in all that I do. That carries the road to success. Education, hard work. It's a winning formula. So everybody knew that I was an upbeat guy. I wore loud clothes. I wore diamond rings. So if you were looking, who is that lawyer? So the war breaks out, the Persian Gulf War. All these soldiers came to me one morning when we opened the door at 7 o'clock. 17 people were waiting to see me at 7 o'clock in the morning. Now, most lawyers would have said, you need to go. I, I can't see you. Got to make an appointment. But that's not Kevin Kennedy, because you can't break the records unless you take it all and keep going. So it went across the Associated Press that I'd filed more divorces than any lawyer in the nation during the war. So it's picked up, and I'm at the office, and somebody calls, and it's Oprah. I said, is this for real? (laughs) She said, this is for real. She said, have you heard of Harpo Industries? That's Oprah spelt backward. She said, I'd like to have you and a couple of your clients come to my show. This was a Monday. And I said, well, when do you want me on? She said, Thursday. Well, you know, a lot of busy lawyers, I'm really busy, would say, I can't work it out. For Oprah, I think anybody would be like. So it goes like wildfire through my office. Then it goes like wildfire through the town, and I accept it. And so I'm going to take a couple of ladies with me, and we're going to fly to Chicago, and uh, my wife and a bunch of secretaries, I got passes for them to see the show, so they all drove. So when we were there, uh, one of the stories, uh, I had a person, and they were married, uh, and he had two stepchildren, and allegedly they beat the wife up while he was fighting for the country and the two teenage daughters. And so the question she was posed, what is the stresses on the American family during war times. So that was what uh, we talked about. It was a really fascinating show. What do I remember from that? When you go on there, she uses a big uh, little script machine. So it seems like it's conversational, but it's pretty much scripted out. When we take a break up there, the lights go down. When they go up, you're under the suntan lights. I mean, it's really, really hot. I got off the airplane, a guy was standing there, had an Oprah sign. 
And I said, are you picking up for Oprah Winfrey? And he said, yes. And I said, well, I'm your man. And he said, well, tell me, sir, how long have you been in the television business? I said, oh, about 15 minutes now, sir. And we thought that was kind of funny. He picked me up, and we had the grand tour. And Oprah had horses, and I got to talk with her. I have horses. I have a horse farm in Clarksville, Tennessee, so we connected. And I'd written my book, and I gave her one of my books. And, you know, Oprah got her start in Nashville. Really? Yes, at my station, Channel 5. And, in fact, they still have a big picture of Oprah, and that's kind of a joke. They've got Oprah and they've got Kev. Oprah was still going, and they still have Kev going now. Just one last thing, and then and then I'll, I'll hello come in. I'll let you go. Well, I'll tell you, isn't it just by coincidence that we got to see each other and have this special time together? Yeah, what a coincidence! Yeah, legal seize conference. that moment. I taught it. Go ahead. I know. I spent five minutes with you today. I was like, hey, we need to go record. I said, let's get on it. Have you got a microphone? Where's the camera? All right, who's your idol? Well, y'all know I love Elvis. Elvis, I built my home, if you ever saw it, after Graceland. And Elvis had two Rolls Royce, and Kevin Candy had three. So I want to tell you about one of my Rolls Royce stories. You'll find this interesting for all those that want to break out. Well, as a young man, uh, I didn't know if I was going to go into politics, because I always thought that's what I'd do. Like people, little charisma, let's win the election. Well... Uh, it came up about a Rolls Royce. One of my friends said, Kev, nobody's going to vote for you with a Rolls Royce. So I went to pray and I said, man, do I get in politics or do I get the Rolls? And so it came. <laughs> oh it is true. Because you're going to spend all your money. If you go into politics, you're going to spend your money if you buy a Rolls Royce. So here's what happened. I borrow the money and buy the Rolls Royce. Wow. So... 30, Wait, how much is a Rolls Royce? Well, Excuse new Rolls Royce are eight hundred thousand. Jesus Christ! Oh, so, not a good thing to say with you. Praise the, the Lord! You just oh. say God help and forgive her. So back to the story. We are out there. So I buy the Rolls Royce. One of my lawyers goes to a big Christmas party in Nashville. I got it on November twenty seventh. This is how fast opportunity we create. And this guy says, I need a lawyer for major litigation in Middle Tennessee. My man said, well, you need to meet Kevin Kennedy. He said, well, who is Kevin Kennedy? He said, well, he's 40 years old and he drives a Rolls Royce. He said, I want to meet him. So we have a meeting. He hires us. In 90 days, we made enough to pay for the Rolls Royce. Wow. Can you say praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. But the truth is this. If I hadn't stepped out of the boat and bought it, he would have never given me the opportunity. So the Rolls Royce actually made money. And all these years, I had somebody over there one time. They said, well, why should I hire you on this big death case? And this person was over there said, well, do the other lawyers have their own private courtroom? He said, no, well, Mr. Kennedy does. He can try your case and flush out. He says, the other lawyers drive a Rolls Royce? He said, I don't know. He said, well, you can go get a Toyota lawyer or you can get a Rolls Royce lawyer. What do you want? Now, do I have to tell you, did he sign with us? I bet he did. He signed with us, and we got a great big deal out of it. I can't go on. But Elvis, you know, they say you have arrived when you only have that one name, Elvis, and he was inspired by Liberace. And so here we are with Kev. And if you're looking for Elvis and Liberace, Kev's all that's left. Last man standing. I knew I was going to get a laugh out of you, please. Well. Hello, come in. Let's go to the comedy show. <laughs> 
Am I, am I a hard audience? No, you're a fun audience. You bring the best out in me. Love me, tender. Love me. Can I, would you let me go on, please? She broke out in laughter before I even got to the main course. Hello. But I was really a much better dancer, you know, than, but Elvis liked to dance. He liked to sing. He liked the cars. So he was my hero. I thought you were going to go on with my dance a little bit more when no. I fed you in for that line. I'm going to spare everybody that. Okay. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Well, thank you so much. This thank was really you. fun. You, you are a hoot. Yeah. Well, you made me smile all afternoon. So let me finish with this. Mm, that was not what I was finished with. Y'all, not, that's not even supposed to be the time to start laughing. I said, let us, let us um, be a friend to the friendless, to give hope to the hopeless and encourage the discouraged. Teach us to always look down in compassion, back in forgiveness, forward in hope, and yes, always up with gratitude. When time is past and words are through, may I always be thought of as a friend to you. Oh, that was sweet. You can clap. Thank you so much to Kevin Kennedy for everything he shared with us today. If you found this story valuable, please share it with someone you want to see succeed. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review. It goes a long way to help others discover the show. I seriously mean it. Go leave a five-star review.